That's it. God damn it, Daniel. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <clears throat> I kind of wish I had Kyle's mic, his old mic, which is like when he got up close to it, it was amazing. Yeah. I think you should just use that as the intro. Yeah. You, you say, no, it's this episode 12? All right. And then have the interruption in there. This episode, we're going to talk to bring back Dan's section uh, the finer things with Daniel we're going to talk about suits I hope he's prepared for that he's on the line with us as well uh, we got the whole gang together today uh, we got Kyle, Luke, and Dan guys you want to say hello? hey what's hello. going on? <laughs> that was great I just heard uh, Kyle you want to take turns? just random order <laughs> did you not draw straws before him? <laughs> hello hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <Damn> hello <laughs> <laughs> We're no way we're using that. I just like to use that sometimes <laughs> to get you guys to do stuff. Right. Um, we're also going to bring up some uh, more unpopular opinions, backed by popular opinion, ironically. Oh, yeah, there's days where, I mean, some days I would wake up in college, you know, be like a Sunday morning, right. I'd be eating cereal, turn on TNT, and if it was like the beginning of a Lord of the Rings movie, I knew how my day was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think I was in middle school, and I was sick one day, and Sci-Fi had produced uh, The Shining, a new mm-hmm. one, yeah. whatever. I remember that. And one. it was like, and I'm not making this up, it was at least seven hours long. <laughs> Like with commercials and everything, and I watched that. <laughs> That's right. That's oh. Sci-Fi Channel, man, they they've produced some quality stuff in the years. <laughs> when I think quali- quality is associated in my mind with sci-fi, yeah, you know? oh, yeah, I want to be one of the one of the guys that goes into sci-fi to pitch shows. That just seems like the most fun job in the world. You've had yeah, very easy, apparently. <laughs> you've had Sharknado. Welcome to Snakequake. Yeah, anything Earthquake goes. opens the earth and snakes come pouring out of the core. Let's start with the unpopular opinions because right. clearly Chris has some because you you always have some, <laughs> which I think is what drives this segment more than most of all. First, oh, unpop. Go before ahead. we get into that, can <laughs> I just ask you guys? Did you all see Ted Cruz eat his own booger? Yeah, I did. It's it's one of the greatest. That was absolutely disgusting. I also heard Donald Trump uh, talk about the size of his penis. Yes. In a presidential debate. So really, we have become a reality show. It's, it's uh, like, yeah, that's like, that's, that's, uh, you almost wouldn't expect to see that even in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Candidates up there literally having a dick measuring contest. That, that's, I think it's hilarious. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I read a comment on the internet that was basically like, 
It's like uh, it's like America's riders like season eight came around. They had no idea what to do. So they're just like uh, Trump's running for president. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They just like kind of like started pulling stuff out of a bucket. And that's what we have to work with this year. Potential for one of the Democratic candidates to go to jail. Like you got Trump <laughs> running for president. It's great. It's great TV. And I think. Uh, it's like most people probably thought, you know, I saw this thing online, too, where everybody's like. Oh yeah, it'll be entertaining for him to run for president and stuff. But now he's actually like winning states, and <laughs> it's almost yeah. too late for us to change our minds. Yeah, it's just like a joke that went too far, and now it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's well, admit it now. So yeah, it's like a, you, a child like trying to cut color over something to fix it, but you make it worse. Then you try to cover color over that, and you just make it worse. And now you just, you know now it's just like, well, we're just gonna go with it. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't actually serious. I thought you guys realized that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I almost expect, like, Trump halfway through, like, to get nominated and be yeah. like, I was really just joking. We'll see. There's still time. Psych. I'll laugh, like, at the convention or whatever. It's like, and yeah, now you're a Republican candidate for president. He's just like, ah, screw it with you guys. Like, I'm not running for president. I ain't yeah. got time for that. You can just, like, leave. I'm not qualified, and the salary's way lower than what I've been. Oh, jeez. Okay, so my unpopular opinion I'd like to start out with is that we will uh, never go to Mars. Um, I know that people, especially people from the 60s that were alive during the 60s, are all about, you know, it's fantastic. And one of the main examples everybody points to is uh, the American space program because we've put satellites, you know, everywhere and we've had things, you know, what is it, Voyager 1 or whatever is beyond our solar system now, and we sent men to the moon. And so now we're looking at uh, Mars, and I just really don't think we're going to get there. Um, I think that going to the moon didn't really accomplish a whole lot, you know, when history, under history's lens. Uh, you know, it's 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 an amazing feat, right? It's like you can't hardly even conceive of that if you're, you know, born before 1940 right but um i think in hindsight we're kind of like yeah you know what we got a ton of moon rocks that was pretty neat but really the biggest thing that came out of it was we just made everything smaller so that we could fit it on the space shuttle to send it up there and now that we can just kind of do that here why do we really need to go to mars you know yeah right right let's exhaust our resources you know as a planet and as an economy and as a powerful nation to Send some of our species to a barren planet. I don't know. Well, so as a counter to that, I think um, if we don't eventually leave Earth, and I, I'm not saying we have to go to Mars or anything, but I'm talking, you know, interstellar travel. If we don't do that, uh, we'll all be destroyed on this planet. We'll all die. And it's like George Carlin said: like the Earth will be here. The Earth doesn't care about us. Well, you know, who cares? But uh. But we'll all die of either some sort of like nuclear war or we'll just poison the environment so bad that we can't live in it as people. So I think we're going to have either have to we'll either have to leave or we'll all die here. So you think it's more likely that we leave Earth instead of um, try to fix Earth like to to make our living conditions the best? (laughs) Yeah, we'll just overpopulate it or unless it gets so bad, we have to like really clamp down on some really like fascist totalitarian measures. I. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Kyle is in favor of Elysium. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, we either we have to leave. I mean, there are, it can't support us forever, I don't think. Oh, you mean when we overpopulate? 
either overpopulation or basically just turn the atmosphere inhospitable. I mean, look at Beijing. I mean, they walk around with masks on all day, and it's only going to get worse unless they change something. That's true. We will overpopulate, especially like even like the more peace we have, the more babies there are. So, not in first world countries. In third world countries, for sure. But uh, first world, what we our population's on the decline. Uh, same way in like Korea and Japan, uh, most European places. It's going to be oh right because the one one point three children per couple yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah we're, pretty much we're all gonna... of Europe has a negative birth death ratio. Except uh, except places you know that like to export violent philosophies, they're doing well in the children in the children game. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Mexico has no problem population wise. Yeah, it's neither not, does India. It must be something on that latitude. Neither does anybody <laughs> in you know the Middle East. <laughs> they all have like seven or eight kids and multiple wives, and we are uh, we have one point three children. We will. Yeah, they've got the numbers our, our game figured out, is, don't they? Yeah, we'll either have to win with you know. Uh, I'm not getting into that because it's going it's going to go down a very dark road. Nobody wants to travel on this podcast. I, I have to win not, what? Kyle? It's not a popular it's not a popular opinion. But since we're going to talk about it, it's uh. But there's there's going to be a huge culture clash if we don't all like. I don't know. Took me three if minutes to get countries. Kyle into his unpopular opinions after he started. <laughs> if certain if certain regions of the world don't uh, don't come into the modern age, you know, and I mean modern age like sixteen, seventeen hundreds modern age. We will. We, there's going to be a huge culture war, and it's going to be fought, and it's going to be dirty, and uh, it's just. I, I think that's that's where we're headed right now. <coughs> that's all I really want to say about that. I, I, <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. What do you think, Dan? Do you have an opinion? On Mars? On, a, on whether or not we're going to Mars. <laughs> on yet. Mars in general. On Mars in general. <laughs> Seems like an okay place. Rent's probably nightmarish. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't think, uh, I don't think it's very realistic. I mean, I suppose if we actually put the efforts in and spent the billions upon billions upon billions of dollars that it would take to get there, right. I guess. But I just don't see the point. It's almost in the same vein as, like, this might be a stretch, but, like, the CDC like had a day where they practiced on how to handle a zombie outbreak. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, all right, I think we've been watching too many movies and TV shows about going to Mars and zombies that this is, this is a little out of reach. So why you gotta act like you know and you don't know? It's okay if you don't know everything. Why you gotta All right, Dan, what do you know about suits, and why do you know it? <laughs> why do I? It's an unusual question. <laughs> I don't mean, I just you know, want to get them tailored. I mean, I don't know if that's... Oh, wow. you like to get them tailored? Well, well, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to, like, a custom suit shop, you know. But you don't go pick out you know, all the, the cloth I, and everything for it? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in Florida, it's. I mean, that's the challenge I have with tra- traveling. You know. I mean, I have suits that I are very comfortable down in Florida. You know, it's a wool suit, but still thin material. I imagine it looks very much like a Miami Vice suit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> is it pastel? White blazer with a white belt. Yeah. One of those suits you can really sweat through, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's made of that same, like, Under Armour material. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. Water-wicking suit. What, what, do you, what do you go as far as colors? Like, to, to a man that doesn't know a whole lot about suits, like, what's... I mean, do you just kind of... You really can't go wrong with a navy pinstripe. That's like the traditional power suit. Traditional power, power suit. suit. Power tie. My, my power suit is like in Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they call them power suits. I guess I'm thinking power tie. But, yeah, I mean, navy pinstripe is the classic. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know the, the pattern names for it, you know, but... Does the undershirt kind of does that matter in the power suit or what you got the navy pinstripes going? You could go like a salmon underneath and you're still fine. Yeah, I mean you can mix and match with it. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I guess I would say I'm very traditional in my suits, and I mean I'm not like a like purples where I draw the line. I I don't have a purple dress shirt. I do have mm-hmm. a very nice light pink dress shirt, and I know I get a lot of crap for that, but. Your, you have like a <laughs> you have a vest game, or you just kind of leave the vest out of it. Two piece. Ah, wish I could do a vest. I mean, I like the idea of a three piece. But, See, uh, that, that's that's my gold standard. I I will not buy a three piece suit until I feel like I've made it in life. <laughs> that's a good. I'm sure good three thing. pieces are considered dated, but I could care less. I think I think three pieces just look classy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna come back. I think we're on the we're on the cusp of it coming back because the indie kids are already wearing vests. It's yeah, only and the hipsters and all that. Bring, yeah, yeah. I don't know if a hipster would wear a suit though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm traditional in that sense. I mean, I I like the blues, the whites, you know, right. some striped shirts. What do you think? Uh, bow tie, regular tie, suspenders. I mean, there's a lot. I of do things both. You can I do, do bow and and ties. Um, you do bow not really a pattern also? tie. Dan, Mostly you know, not I, a I never tie. took you for a bow tie, man. I thought it would just, be. Just broke into it recently. I like. See, it. I don't. I don't like the bow tie. And clip-ons are are garbage. You don't do. If you're gonna do bow tie, you go all the way. Oh man, I thought I thought for sure Daniel would be a, uh, especially in Florida, sort of a light gray to tan suit, suspenders, and a bow tie. So if he ch- takes the jacket off, he still looks like a 1958 lawyer, you know. <laughs> I like. I need to get some suspenders, and and slacks that fit him, you know. Yeah. And again, that's another. You you don't have belt loops on if you're gonna wear suspenders. You gotta have the slacks completely dedicated to suspenders. I- you don't just wear a belt because you know you're not 75 years old. I think when you hit like senior citizen age, you can start wearing suspenders with your suit. But I appreciate the bow tie. A bow tie three piece suit would be interesting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So so your full length ties, Dan. What what's your uh, what's your most outrageous full length tie? Like how how out of the box do you go? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm very traditional because I think the most in my book, and they're not really even crazy. It's, you know, pattern paisley. You know, mm-hmm. so so it's like a solid hunter green with a paisley pattern, and generally not a pattern tie. Hunter green I, tie. What kind of a shirt would you wear that over? I don't know anything that's got green in it, or maybe just a neutral white. Sort of an eggshell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a crew. Yeah. Okay. yeah, all right. Okay. 
I, uh, I like I prefer pleated over non. Really? Mm. Yeah. Very traditional, I suppose. Ooh, I, I know. I know pleats. they always say non pleated just because you know you're you know skinnier people non pleats look better. But I figure I look skinny enough. Um, <laughs> you don't have to don't, accent that with a pleated tie. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need a thinning uh, theme to my dress. My dress got really. Yeah, I've got like really thin legs, and I can't. If I wear pleats, it looks like I'm going to the Renaissance Fair. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got those big bulging, like looking like. Oh God. Have you ever tried it, Dan? Have you ever tried um, non pleats? Yeah, just like just embracing yeah. the the skinniness. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a few people recommend that, like, so you can get, like, the super thin fit dress shirts and then the thin ties and then the pleat, you know, but then that, to me, is just more, I don't I don't know. I guess I could pull it off. What I really do want to do, and this is a, this is an old man thing, but I can't help myself. I love them. <laughs> seersucker suits. Ooh, oh, yeah. Love seersuckers. I feel like that's only acceptable if you're in, like, Savannah, Georgia. And you're 85 years old. Somewhere like that. I think that, they yeah. sell them with pipe. With pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Pocket squares. Where do you stand on pocket squares? <laughs> good Ooh, pocket pocket squares. squares. For or uh, against? That's obviously a, a more formal <laughs> you know, accessory. I don't have any, but that's, I do like them. I'd nice. love to have a, uh, like a handkerchief that I constantly use. <clears throat> I think that's a great idea. Some people are freaked out by the handkerchief, but I think, hey, if you keep it, you know, if you wash it, what's the big deal? It, it, see, I, I just have a problem with handkerchiefs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, handkerchiefs. Obviously, it's it's kind of you know, a, a not our generation, but there's just something yeah. about blowing your nose in it and then putting it into your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, that's Since disgusting. No one has consumption in the 21st century. I think <laughs> handkerchiefs have been outmoded. That's, that's a good point. But why would you put your consumption-ridden handkerchief back in your pocket? <laughs> and can we talk for a moment about Monopoly pieces? Like, who, who was like, who made this game and was like, uh, thimbles are in, cannons are in, wheelbarrows, hot hats, no show. Yeah.